the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now, your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Very nice there, Sambolino. Well, we are back. It's Arthur Idala, and it's 2024. Welcome to the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Our two-year anniversary is right around the corner. I think it's January 10th or something along those lines. Um, and it is, it's delightful to be here. Quite frankly, I could have been here last week, but um, out of a, a, a courtesy to um, Joan Pelzer who apparently is overworked and underpaid, um, we we gave her the week off, and it turned out to be the right thing, just so a little inside addition here, because Sam Bellino wound up getting ill. How you feeling now, Sam Bellino? I'm about 80% there. Okay, Sam Bellino is at 80%. Joan Pelzer, where are you? I'm I'm about 90%. I, <clears throat> I can't. I can barely use my voice this week. You're going to be oh, happy good, for good. that one. Keep it that way. I choke every time I talk. And what about Alex? How's Alex doing? Is Alex all right? I'm doing all right. How about you, Arthur? Happy all, New Year. All is well. All is well. I am I am still flying high from yesterday, and I'll, I'll talk about that at the end of the show. But yesterday in my world was just a great, great day. It may be a little difficult to explain it all, but we will explain it all uh, towards the end of the show. You've had a smile on your where, face yeah, all day. It's been, yeah, it's, and I have gotten so many calls and texts and emails just about yesterday, the first day of the new year. Um, if it's an, any indication of what the rest of the year has in store, um, I'm, I'm in good luck. I'm in good, good, good place. I'm in a very good place. Um, there is a lot going on today, January 2nd of 2024. In no particular order, first of all, on on the greatest news. I mean, it's horrible news, but it's great news. The potential tragedy was enormous. But that plane in Japan that landed, I mean, it struck another plane, and the five people in that plane were killed, which is tragic and horrible. There's already 55 people dead in the earthquake in Japan. But somehow or another, when you look at this video, this huge jumbo plane blows up. Well, it doesn't blow up, but it catches fire, and there's 360 some odd people on on board, and everyone got out on that plane, and everyone was safe. Uh, again, tragedy. It was a Coast Guard plane. Five people died in the small plane, but the fact that everyone got out in the big plane was—it's you know really, really thrilling. Uh, I have to say because 
the potential to wipe out everyone there was was enormous. Um, the president of Harvard School, I was going to say law school, Harvard University, is out, officially out. You know, it looked like she was going to survive the storm, weather the storm would be a better way to put it, but uh, didn't happen. And, um, you know, there's that whole pendulum theory of things going one direction and the other direction. Um, the plagiarism thing seems like, you know, it was it, it, it had a lot to do with it. You know, it's... Uh, in King Kong, they say, well, the planes finally got him. No, it was beauty that killed the beast. I don't really know, uh, you know, what brought her down ultimately, but, you know, it was the combination of her reaction to the, to the anti-Semitism on campus. Check that box off. Her uh, performance in, uh, in Congress. Check that box off. But then there's this whole, like, she cheated her way to the top. And that was like, you know, that, that apparently got some legs to it. Then there was this other article I saw over the weekend about, um, the fact that she, um, like she didn't treat, uh, other fellow black professors and deans well, well, and, and she like would attack them maybe harsher than others. Uh, in particular, someone who I worked with on Ron Sullivan on the Harvey Weinstein case. And when he decided to represent Harvey Weinstein, he was a dean at the time, and he was no longer a dean, ostensibly because of his client. And if we go down that road, that we're going to punish lawyers because of who their clients are, then um, we're going to tarnish the memories of the likes of um, Abraham Lincoln and uh, who was the second president of the United States. Um Oh my God! Sorry, folks. I have to. You know, I'm I'm still getting back into the groove. John Adams, thank you very much. Um, my friend Dave Fisher wrote a book about him and the the trials that they've that they conduct. They were criminal defense attorneys. People wouldn't realize that uh, Abraham Lincoln was a great uh, litigator, and he was a litigator. He was not a prosecutor. He was a criminal defense attorney, um, and that kind of propelled him to the presidency. Don't think it works that way anymore. It's just such a disaster. Um, speaking of lawyers, we're going to have Tom Harris on in a little while, and we're going to talk about how well um, everything went on New Year's Eve. But, you know, certain people in this city have been um, suffering at the hands of these protests. Um Joan, you haven't gotten caught up in any of the shutdowns of the trains or anything like that. Have Thank you? God, no, I have not. But they've been they all over. They shut down the airports yep. now. At JFK the and then yep, all of the uh, local train stations had issues. Yep. So one of our our listeners from uh, who hails from Staten Island sent me an article earlier today about uh, from the Wall Street Journal talking about how, uh, in addition to arresting people for uh, breaking the law, if they do so, the protesters, people like you, let's just say Joan Pelzer gets stuck on a train um, or gets stuck on a subway platform or in a bus or in your car, quite frankly, uh, can you charge someone uh, with or, or sue them for uh, like unlawful imprisonment? Um, because they're violating your your liberties, your civil liberties of moving around. Um I mean, I do know, and I am looking forward to speaking to Tom Harris. Um, I do know that 
there was a concerted effort to disrupt New Year's Eve. Um, I do know there was a concerted effort that, and, and at least look, I wasn't down there. We're going to talk to people who were down there shortly, but, um, I don't believe that, at least from a television point of view, they did not succeed. Um, I know from, uh, being down there with the lighting of the Christmas tree, they were also trying to disrupt that. I know that that did not occur. So, um, they were not successful. I don't know what efforts the police had to make. I didn't see a lot of media coverage on arrests regarding New Year's Eve, regarding protesters. Um, so we'll be talking to Tom Harris about that. Um, but, you know, during the George Floyd period, I'll never forget, it was the waning days of the protests, but I was here in the office working, and I came out of my, I, I was still driving in, and I came out of the parking lot, and I made a right onto 6th Avenue, and unbeknownst to me, like I made a right into, like a, they were just marching up 6th Avenue, slowing traffic down, and man, this guy starts running to my car with a bat or some sort of a stick in his hand with fire in his eyes, fire in his eyes, and you have to make that split-second decision, like, what do I do? Do I put in reverse and see what's behind me? Do I gun it and say, hey, I'm self-defense. This guy's coming to whack me out with this. I mean, he had, he had a, some sort of object in his hand. Luckily, another one of the protesters, who obviously was much more intelligent than this guy, kind of comes running from the side and doesn't tackle him, but just takes him out of my path. And when he did that, I was able to gun the car and just get around and make the right down onto 44th Street. It was definitely scary. But had I been stuck in there... Um, you know, what right do they have to stop my, my life, basically? They're not law enforcement. I'm not breaking the law. Um, so there are some interesting aspects to that that we'll, we'll discuss with Tom Harris. There's also, you know, Eric Adams has cracked down now on the whole migrant thing coming in on buses. So you ready for this? They're now taking buses to New Jersey and getting on the train and coming in on the train since... Ja- and since January 22, Apparently this is the bus companies doing this, and now they could be fined for doing this. Well, that We're going to try and get the mayor of Secaucus on to talk about this because it just happened over the weekend. Well, when summer. we come back, we could talk about uh, Tom Suozzi, the candidate, the Democratic candidate for Congress to take over George Santos. He's the, the letter that he wrote. I think it, I read it's 162,000 migrants uh, came here in 2023. That's a lot of people, folks. Think about that's like three and a half Yankee stadiums. Think of Yankee Stadium full at 50,000 people. So it's like three and, and change um, that we have to clothe and feed. And there's older people and there's real young people and there's people that have medical issues. And that is an enormous, enormous burden on our city budget. Welcome back to 20. 20- 24. Welcome to 2024. I should say not welcome back, even though Sam Bellino nicely played. Welcome back. I'm still a little bit of a, a daze slash fog slash high from yesterday. Um, we're going to come back. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Senator Menendez getting charged again. Uh, added a, the uh, it's called a superseding indictment. Um, and we'll talk about more New York stories. Then we'll come back with Tom Harris and then we'll talk about What a wonderful way I got to ring in the new year. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Pete Dr. Portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. 
After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at getethos.com. That's G-E-T-E-T-H-O-S dot com. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? Wow, look at that, Sam Bellino. Let's talk about our friends at Bay Ridge Honda. Yes, Bay Ridge Honda, having nothing to do with life insurance. It's about cars. Bay Ridge Honda was opened in the 1970s by the person who I called Mr. Sabah. He's my buddy Rob Sabah's dad and Danielle's dad and Billy's father-in-law. Uh, Bay Ridge Honda has been a family-owned, the Sabah family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years, serving all five boroughs and even New Jersey people come over to uh, Bay Ridge to go to Bay Ridge Honda. We've purchased so many cars there from Accords to like 1980 Accords, 1997. I think I got my sister an Accord there. Then they upgraded to the Odyssey. I'll tell you that story one day. That's how my sister let me know she was pregnant when the lease was running out on her Accord. And so she was going to go in and buy another Accord. She's like, let me just see what the Odyssey looks like. And she got the Odyssey, and I got to, to find out that my sister was having little Nicholas come on the way. Little Nicholas is now 19 years old, so you see how long that family's been in a Honda vehicle. Um, now, let's face it. It's January 2nd. Let's have New Year's resolutions. Let's exercise more. Let's drink less. They do this whole dry January thing. We're going to dabble with that, maybe. Getting more sleep. That's very important, by the way, especially as you get older. Well, you know what would be cool for uh, a brand new year? A brand new car. Yep, a brand new car. And you can go to Bay Ridge Honda. Bay Ridge Honda because they have all the 2024 Hondas and they're under MSRP. They're offering lease loyalty deals as well. They got plenty of cars in stock. I passed by there yesterday. Finance rates are available. There's no payments until March of 2024. 90 days and no payments so you can catch up on your credit card bills. And then once you finish with credit card bills from all the December spending, you can actually start paying your car bills. So what are you going to do? You're going to visit Bay Ridge Honda on 4th Avenue and 88th Street. Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Or go online to BayRidgeHonda.com. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There is a tremendous price war in the term life industry. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45, non-smoker, $1 million of coverage, $75 per month, level rate for 10 years. Or a man age 50, non-smoker, can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of $110, level rate for 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rate for 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At Term Busters, a faith-based company, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 800-275-8525. You're probably paying more than you should. Call 800-275-8525. 
800-275-8525. Remember, 800-275-8525. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-smoker underwriting exam required to qualify. Term Busters, a faith-based company. 800-275-8525. 800-275-8525. All right. So do you remember when you were in your teens and you thought you were invincible? Well, that's what I felt like yesterday. Oh, my God. I definitely felt invincible yesterday. There was no doubt about it. People thought I was, like, on drugs, and I wasn't. I was not at all. I actually had four drinks. I know that because I kept count. But um, at Connors & Sullivan, they want you to address things like power of attorneys and healthcare proxies. Now, when you feel like I did yesterday, when you're like, look, I, I, I'm healthy, I'm good, but you know what? Let me address this now because you know what? When you're sick, when you're like San Bellino and you're in the fetal position and your nose is running and you have a fever and you don't want to get out of bed, that's not the time you want to go to a lawyer's office and start signing documents. You don't want to be in a position where, any, God forbid, the state is making decisions for you, courts are making decisions for you. You want to sit down with a lawyer when you're healthy and look at your overall estate plan, your power of attorney, your health care proxy, wills, trust, the whole nine yards. And the lawyers at Connors and Sullivan, they're down to earth, decent people who will make you feel comfortable and relaxed. They know their stuff. They've been doing this for 40 years as a law firm. They'll help help you make a plan that protects you and your family best. So call for a free in-person initial consultation with a lawyer. Call Connors and Sullivan at 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. Joan has me raising a glass, except there's water in it, Joan. I mean, we're going to crack a little champagne here. This was the song that Marion and I walked into our after party at our wedding. I love this. Like, this is, to me, the great song to start up a party with. Thank you, Sam Bellino. Ready? Why so serious? Why so serious? Here we go, chicken. Twenty twenty four in the house. We'll definitely be here all year with you as long as God permits. Yep, we'll be raising some glasses. All right. Well, before we, uh, I move on, I just want to thank my family because. Since I left you guys on the 22nd of December till today, I had just an unbelievable, unbelievable uh, vacation break. Uh, I'm blessed. I know I'm blessed. I went to church a bunch of times. Listened to Father, Father Sorgi, my cousin, a bunch of times uh, remotely. And uh, I, I do count my blessings, and, and I do realize how lucky I am, uh, especially my wife, Marianne, who, you know, she's the one who allows me to kind of run around like the nut job that I do. Her speech at our uh, holiday party was just, off, you know, I shouldn't even know I was going to have her speak. Impromptu I just speak. Totally impromptu, and she, she hit it out of the park. Yeah. Um, Sam Bellino, since I was talking about protests and people stopping us in protests. Is there anyone who wants to chime in? Is Brian around? Yes, Brian from Staten Island has something. What's up, like B? To say. Happy New Year, sir. Hey, Arthur, Arthur, how are you? Happy New Year. All is great. Talk to me. What are you thinking? Good. Well, I, I don't know. You, you know, we see all these protests, right to peacefully protest, but they take over the roadway, 
They take over bridges. They take over colleges. Uh, they take away our civil rights, our civil liberties. Now, why isn't this considered an insurrection? Now, let me read, let me read the definition of the uh, insurrection. It says an act or instance of rising in revolt, rebellion, or resistance against civil authority or an established government. Aren't they in violation of that when they take over a roadway or take over a college or they take over a bridge? Well, I mean, you're going to have to give me some time to do some legal research on that, Brian. And uh, I will tell you, the one time that I almost got caught up, again, I've been able to dodge a bullet uh, regarding these protests from the George Floyd protests to the protests now. They do march right in front of the office uh, here on 45th and 5th, and they do take over the roadway. And they and, you know, and the police, to some degree, especially during the de Blasio administration, allowed them to do so. Now it seems like uh, you know our friends at the NYPD are keeping them in the areas where they're allowed to be or, or should be. Uh, people who disobey the laws, I mean, I do know they were get, they're getting arrested. They protested, Brian, in, in my neighborhood in Bay Ridge. I believe they arrested 19 people um, who were, you know, didn't, uh, didn't obey by the rules. Now, they're not like big felonies, uh, arrests, but they're arrested nonetheless. This article in the Wall Street Journal is saying that trial lawyers should, are like on your behalf or my behalf, that we get caught somewhere in one of these protests, we should sue. Now, if there's really anyone there That's with right. money in their pocket, yeah, is there going to be anyone there, Brian, with money in their pockets that you and I are actually going to collect? Well, yeah, but let, let's look at something here. God forbid there's an ambulance. God forbid there's a woman in a car giving birth. God forbid the fire department are on their way and they closed off the roadway. Well, no, I, you, listen, you I, you're, you're right, and that's, you're right, I, and often, and, and this does, has a lot to do with personal injury law, a lot of times, tragedies, sadly, are the ones that change, change these laws. When things like that happen, uh, that's when they, they change all different kinds of laws on the books, especially the ones regarding health and safety. So, Brian, I appreciate you calling in. I wish you all the best in 2024. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Be well. And I, I hope you don't get caught up in any of these protests. Um, speaking of getting caught up, there was an earthquake on Roosevelt Island. Uh, it was well, it was like a story of Queens. It was this morning. I mean, it was nothing big, but it was 1.7 magnitude. So it probably, like in my house, it would feel like, like, like little Arthur cranked up the radio too loud. But Joan thinks otherwise. Right, Joan? Well, no. I have two friends... Uh, oh, here we two go. Two very good friends. It's my friends, cousins, ankles, hairdressers. They slept through it. Oh, they didn't so feel it. They said it wasn't that big a deal, but it caused a little damage in one of the buildings, and they're still investigating it. So it. Was, and you uh, always have to worry about like careful. the gas lines and yep, things like that that, that 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 uh, that could cause big problems. You know, uh, let's talk about twenty twenty four. By the way, over over the holidays, I, I did correspond a little bit with the mayor, and um, you know he's optimistic. He's you know he gave a bunch of press conferences this whole past week, and um, you know my mom remarked that he ended one of them by saying, "Look, I'm doing the best that I can," and you know I don't know how much more you could ask from someone than doing the best they can. I I, I remember. Oh boy, I was maybe nine or ten years old. I was playing football in, in St. Anselm's League, but you know, with pads and a helmet. And, uh, 
I was playing like defensive back and the guy caught the ball and, you know, he outran me. And I ran as hard as I could, but I couldn't catch him. And I came to the sideline, and, and the guy ran for a touchdown. I was all bummed out. And my grandfather was there, Artie Idala. And, you know, he could see I was hanging my head down. He said, Artie, let me ask you one question. He goes, did you run as fast as you can? I was like, yeah. He goes, did you do the best you can? Yeah. Did you ask God to give you all the straight that you could to catch that guy? I said, yeah. And you still couldn't catch him. I said, no. He goes, well, you can't do any better than that. Like, you can't do any better than the best that you can. Obviously, um, we all need help, and we can all ask for help. And that's kind of why, if my law firm has uh, developed a reputation for being successful, it's because I'm always asking for help. I'm always reaching out to people who I, I respect and I know are smarter than I am and are more experienced than I do. You know, obviously starting from my father, but going all the way down to one of the youngest lawyers here, Lino, uh, Damasi, you know, he was just in the DA's office for six years. He knows more about the, the most current policies, the most current programs, uh, the, the, the interactions of the courts in the day-to-day -day basis because, you know, he lived in there. So, you know, I, I don't uh, think that I know it all. And I guess the one thing that I hear as a negative about Eric Adams, and it's kind of funny because I can relate, is he's a very loyal guy. And he's very loyal to people he's known for many years. But even though those people he knows for many years may be loyal to him, there may be other people who may be better at those tasks that he's assigned these people who are loyal to him at. So, and sometimes you have to have faith, uh, in people who, you know, you may not know that well. And you may not even trust them because you don't have that, that length of relationship. But you have to trust their reputation that they've earned at being great at what they do. And you have to appoint them to that position uh, without studying it uh, in, intently uh, or um, intensely. I think one of Ronald Reagan's great attributes was he appointed the best people for the positions that he appointed them to. Um, I don't think Ronald Reagan was like some crazy intellect. But I think he was a great leader, he was a great communicator, and he was a great delegator. And when you're a leader, whether it's uh, of, of the United States of America or the free world, or of a small business, I think those are great qualities to have, being a great, uh, uh, being a great communicator, making sure the people who work with you and around you know what you want, know what your visions are, or know what the problems are, identifying the problems, identifying potential fixes to the problems, and then delegating the appropriate people to attack whatever problems there are, and just being the leader of, you know, it, it could be as simple as buying the people who are staying there late working on a, a pizza pie, or patting them on the back, um, or just rolling up your sleeves and be like, look, you know, I don't exactly know what I'm doing here, but tell me how I can help you. And that could be photocopying, that could be stapling, or whatever the modern technological stuff is. Um, so I think Eric Adams is doing the best that he can do under the circumstances. But maybe he needs to bring in some more firepower. You know, he's solidly in the middle of his term. And maybe it's time for him to ask some help. Maybe some people in the private sector who have made a lot of money and can take a haircut and make $150,000 um, as a deputy mayor, but have some good, great, innovative ideas and contacts and people to make this city better. I'm not going anywhere. I want this city to be the best city that it could be. I don't think he's going anywhere And I, I know. I don't think he's going anywhere either. Um, we're going to come back. And who are we coming back with, Joan? We are coming back with the famous Tom Harris to talk about his super event of the year. I, it was great. And then I'll tell you at the end of the show 
what yesterday was like. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Joe Piscopo. The following is a medical minute sponsored by my friends at InfuCare RX. InfuCareRx.com. Improving quality of life one patient at a time. The holidays are a time when family and friends come together to celebrate traditions. Did you know that our team at InfuCareRx can help you or a loved one receive safe and cost-effective infusion therapy services in the comfort of your home? Our entire team of clinicians and medical professionals are here to help you receive the infusion therapy services that you need to stay well. One simple call to InfuCareRx may make this holiday season a little brighter for you or your loved one. Call InfuCareRx today for more information at 877-828-3940. We wish you a very happy and healthy holiday season. This Medical Minute is sponsored by InfuCareRx, and the information, comments, or views expressed by their guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of InfuCareRx. Please consult your medical professional for any medical questions, opinions, or guidance. Relief Factor, it's real. It works. It is liberating over a million Americans right now, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Kent from Arkansas. Listen for a moment to Kent's story. I have been taking a relief factor for about three months, and I'm amazed at how much my pain has de- decreased in rainy weather. I would be in ridiculous pain and just wanting to crawl in bed and cry. At this writing, it has been raining all day, and I feel just fine. Before relief factor, I never had a day when something didn't hurt. Now, most days, I have a great quality of life. Thanks, relief factor. Order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com for just $19.95. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you, like it works for me, Kent, and over a million of your fellow Americans. Call today, 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-473-5433, or just go to relieffactor.com. Hello, this is John Leventhal. I am a partner in the law firm of Idala Bertuna and Kamins. I have been a lawyer for 43 years, including 13 years as a trial judge and 13 years as an appellate judge. I have presided over almost every kind of civil and criminal case, and I have seen litigants facing almost every legal problem you can imagine. What is the most important thing for a litigant to do? It is to obtain the right lawyer, someone with the ability to navigate you through the court system and achieve the best possible outcome. At Idala Bertuna and Cammons, that is what we offer. When I was on the bench, Idala Bertuna and Cammons earned the reputation of being the boutique law firm that fights passionately for their clients in the most professional manner in both civil and criminal cases. I am proud to be a member of the Idala Bertuna and Cammons law firm, where our lawyers will give you the powerful representation you all deserve. All right. If it's 2024, it's time for New Year's resolutions. You know what my New Year's resolution is? To turn more people on to Plaza College. That's right. You know why? Because Plaza College can change your life in so many different ways. It really can. Um, You know, a lot of times, like this is new beginnings. It's like September, January. It's the time of new beginnings, right? Uh, there could be people floating around not knowing, well, I don't exactly know what to do. At the very least, 
do yourself a favor or do your loved one a favor, do your friend a favor, tell them to go to the Plaza College website because there's so many things, so many different areas that Plaza College offers to really change your life, to give you a new career. First and foremost, the world of court reporting. It is a career with tremendous opportunity and tremendous flexibility. You can work in the courts. You can have a full-time job. You can work in schools. You can work from home. You can do pro, uh, per diem work. It is fantastic. And look, folks, trust me, I pay these court officers, these court reporters. You can make some serious coin doing it as well. Right now, the National Court Reporters Association says there are 5,000 openings and not enough court reporters to fill them. The National Court Reporters Association is offering this free program with Plaza College called A to Z, where participants are introduced to stenography and court reporting, and sessions are being hosted right here in New York City. Plaza College is in Forest Hill, Queens. It's the only school in the city with a court reporting program. So go on their website and sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plaza, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. What are we listening to here, Sam Bellino? Phil Collins. No, I lights. knew that. I knew it. I knew it was Phil Collins. But... All right. Well, you're dancing through the night. If you were dancing through the night on December 31st into November 1st, I saw him all over television. He was a real famous dude here in the city of New York. The uh, Roger Godell of the uh, Super Bowl known as New Year's Eve. The one, the only... Tom Harris, President Times Square Alliance. Happy New Year, Tom. Happy New Year, Arthur. Thanks so much for having me on. We missed you at the festivities, maybe next year. Did, did you just wake up, Tom? No, I didn't wake up. I worked, worked all day today. We had a great event. Uh, it, it really was phenomenal. And I came home, got, took a little nap, got a good night's sleep last night, and back in the saddle today. Well, I mean, honestly, you I know I know how much you worked your tail off, literally. Give the folks a little inside scoop, Tom. You know, I I, I jumped on the line with you last Tuesday, that's the twenty sixth. What are those uh, that last day or two, December thirtieth, December thirty first, what's it like when you're running a an event where a billion as in B billion people are watching? I, I, we, we take it as an awesome responsibility. We realize that the, and, and also a lot of fun. It's really a labor of love for us. We realize that the world turns to Times Square to ring in the new year. Uh, we tested the ball. We tested the confetti. We made sure every, all systems would go. And we really had a great event. The weather cooperated. The police department was absolutely phenomenal. You have to realize what they're doing. We have a live show, a live audience. All of our businesses are operational and have to get their people there. It's probably a, a pretty big terrorist target. And we had the threat of protesters. Nobody did it better than the New York City Police Department. They are fantastic at managing crowds, managing events, managing protesters. And our event was successful because of the hard work of 
Chief Madry, Chief Shell, even Chief Kemper was out there. The trains were running great. So hats off to them under the leadership of Mayor Adams, who was there and spent more time there than most mayors. Well, he's he's actually known for that. I mean, he's really, uh, you know, I spoke to him on Christmas Day, the mayor, and, you know, I, I, I said, where you, he called me, I said, where are you coming from, feed the homeless? He's like, yeah, I did it about three different times today. And, um, you know, on those kinds of days when he's not sitting in City Hall rolling up his sleeves, uh, you know, those are the types of things that make you feel good about a mayor, you know, rah-rah, and, and uh, it's, a, it's a night to celebrate New York. I mean, it really is. Right, and he's been very successful. You know, I, I looked at some of the statistics. You know, I know we're talking about New Year's Eve, but Mayor Adams deserves a lot more credit than people are giving him. When he took office, our pedestrian counts were about 150,000 a day. Our hotel occupancy was 38%. Our hotel occupancy now is in the 90 percentile, which is back to pre-pandemic levels. And we have over 300,000 people visiting Times Square a day. We have more businesses open now than we had open before the pandemic. Uh, I, you know, I was talking about this in the last segment, how, you know, he just says he's doing his, his best. And look, we all know, Tom, that, you know, all, we, all of us can make improvements, right? It's the beginning of the year. Tomorrow at 9 a.m., I'm having all the lawyers and everyone, the, the, the support staff, everybody in, um, you know, just a big, we did a good job in 2023 and we have to do a better job in 2024, Tom. Talk to me a little bit on the night of New Year's Eve regarding uh, crime, regarding protests, etc. So, look, we all heard, heard the reports. There were threats that the protesters were going to try to disrupt the events in Times Square. Times Square welcomes lawful, um, uh, uh, safe protests every single day of the year. Uh, but when their right to assemble interferes, with our right to assemble, and they're looking to disrupt an event, we can't let that happen. The New York City Police Department was pretty deliberate in their actions. It didn't happen. They tried, but they couldn't do it, and that's thanks to the hard work and planning of the New York City Police Department. Well, and I know, look, Tom, and for those people who are just turning into the Idola Power for the first time, uh, Tom Harris was an inspector, which is a very high rank in the New York City Police Department. And I know you really work seamlessly with them to keep everybody safe. And look, I, I was home. I was watching on TV. I, I literally did see you uh, interviewed on several news channels earlier in the day. Um, but from a viewer sitting at home's point of view, uh, you, you, you really did a great job. Oh, thank. look, it's a team effort. Uh, we have a partner at one Times Square. They own the ball. That's a pretty, the, the ball is the star of, of the event. Uh, we work together with one Times Square, Jamestown, and with all of the businesses and all of the city agencies to create a fantastic event in Times Square that, that almost a million people can come and watch and that a billion people worldwide tune into. And that wouldn't be possible with, without Mayor Adams and all of his agencies. I um, I, I did not know that it was a billion people who watched, but I mean, I heard Ryan Seacrest say it, and um, there was an article I read about how people around the world celebrate New Year's Eve, and, uh, you know, it, it is, you know, and that that's why, you know, I love this city, and everyone they want, if you want to move to Florida, go for it. You want to move to North Carolina, enjoy yourself, but, uh, you know, I'm not going anywhere. And, 
That's great. We produce this event as a free event for the world to watch. There are some large, large events that, that have exclusive contracts with individual networks. We put it out there for free. You could watch on our webcam. Uh, ABC Dick Clark Productions has a great show. CNN had, had a show. Our feed goes out to the world and anyone can pick it up. Let me ask you a question. How many years, Tom Harris, have you been in Times Square? This is my 16th year with the Times Square Alliance in Times Square and another handful with the police department in Times Square. Okay. Now, have you ever had the likes of a Joan Pelzer at your event before? <laughs> you guys pick on Joni a little bit too much. Joni was at our party with a friend. She had a fantastic time. We were saying, where's Arthur? We had Sibelia, we had Alex and Gabby, we had Christine Nicholas, we had SJ and Pia. And they all wanted to know where Arthur was. Well, exactly. Well, I, I, after I get you, after I release you here, Tom, from your obligation of being on the Idola Power Hour on Tuesdays, I'll, I'll tell you where I was. But, um, Joan, what was it like for you being down it there? It was, so I've been to Times Square before, but I was further north when I was there when I was younger. This was right, we were at 43rd at the Hard Rock Cafe, an amazing event with Planet Fitness and Times Square Alliance, and it was magical. You're out there at midnight, you're in in with everybody and then the fireworks go off from the where the ball is you can see the ball you got the countdown and then all of a sudden remember that wishing well from Times Square and I wrote a thing for you and Marianne and for ABK and for Gotham and for my family all of a sudden the confetti comes out and it is raining confetti and you're standing below it it was unbelievable. I had to put my camera nor uh, facing, you know, the sky, north, south, east, or west, whatever that is, facing the sky to get that. It was amazing. Well, it was Tom, really amazing. I am sure you have a lot of great things in store for Times Square. On behalf of all of New Yorkers, thank you so much for what you did for Times Square and this city in 2023. And we look forward seriously to your leadership in 2024. Thank you very much, Arthur. Right back at you. You do so much for the city. I've said it before. Everything with you is positive, and we need to focus more on, on the good and not what we could have done better. Well, you'll keep coming on in 2024 and telling us all the good that you're doing and how great Thank Times you. Square is doing. And by the way, Krispy Kreme for all the tomorrow, cops was pretty cool. At the end of the night, Krispy Kreme for all the cops. We loved it. <laughs> We made some of them laugh. What's, what else is coming up, Tom? What, do you, what have you got coming up? So, look, we, we, our, our Midnight Moments started the very next night, January's Fantastic. Midnight Moments. I'm going to go see Midnight Moment, Moment this week, Tom. Thank you. That's All right. fantastic. Tom Don't Harris, you're I know the you're best. me off. I'll tell you about the Midnight Moment next time. All right. You're the best, Tom. Thank you so much for finding time to be on the air with us tonight. I know you've, you've had a lot on your plate. We really appreciate it. Take care, Arthur and Joni, Alex, Matt. I appreciate you guys. All right. We'll be back. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. I'm going to tell you about my New Year's when we get right back. Don't go anywhere. 
in Dinesh D'Souza's new blockbuster movie. Police State exposes the government's plot to control MAGA conservatives. These are anti-government. We have freedom of religion and freedom of speech. Violent extremists, and they must be dealt with. MAGA Republicans threaten the very foundation of our republic. Mass surveillance, censorship, and armed attacks. There's nowhere to hide. FBI, we have an arrest. 15 marked units on my property. Military-styled soldiers pointing an automatic rifle at my head. Are we becoming a police state? It may be the Russia other people grew up in, but not my America. Directed by Dinesh D'Souza, Debbie D'Souza, and Bruce Shuley. Police state sounds the alarm. What we need is a person, and then we go find out what crime you did. How did we give the state this kind of power? Police state. They have their lists. Are you next? If they're coming for me, they're coming for you. Police State. Buy it or stream it now at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 2024 and Fastec Industries is here to help with all of your construction, your demolition, and your weekly waste removal needs. They have roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards. Those roll-off containers are perfect for house, attic, and garage cleanouts or construction and demolition debris. Fastech specializes in the removal and recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt in all five boroughs, every corner of New Jersey and Westchester County. Fastech, they're the number one supplier of recycled products. Fastech, they're the number one wholesaler of virgin quarry materials. Fastech is the number one provider of roll-off containers. You're going to call 718-494-1600, 718-494-1600. Ask for Joe C. Mention this ad. Mention the Idola Power Hour or AM970, and you're going to get $25 off your next roll-off container rental. Go online to F-A-Z-T-E-C. I-N-D dot com. F-A-Z is in zebra. T-E-C is in Charlie. I-N-D dot com. Fast Tech Industries serving all five boroughs, New Jersey and Westchester. They are also a DeFazio company. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 97. The Answer. All right. So this is Arthur Idala on the Power Hour. And I mentioned earlier about like how lucky and how blessed I am, and I am. Uh, I left you guys on the 22nd, which was a Friday. I took the some whoever was left. There was like 10 of us, including Joni. We went for some tequila up the block at Lolita, which was great. And then I came here, and um, I worked with Luca until like midnight. But my office is all nice and clean and nice and tidy and nice and organized. It was really a, a what good way to, to go out. But I also... Um, came in on the 27th, but the night of the 23rd, I prepared the, the feast of the seven fishes to be served on the 24th. My buddy Chris Hassan, who always comes over on the 23rd and helps me cook, and he did help me cook again, cracked open some lobsters for me, helped me clean some crabs. His son Julian was there, Luca was there, uh, Chief, Chief Chell came by the house and hung out with us and had a little, we all had a little red wine while we, I, they watched me cook. Mary Hassan was there, Connie Glynn was there, it was great. I had like a little Friends Eve, Christmas Eve, and then Christmas Eve was just, magnificent uh marianne got all dressed up she looked great our kids were wonderful we went luca with us my in-laws my parents it was i think 25 27 of us all together 
and we had the shrimp, the shrimp cocktail, the fried shrimp, calamari regalato, um, crab sauce, scongili sauce, which was a tremendous, tremendous hit. That went, that went over like wildfire. Um, eggplant parmesan, uh, baked clams. Lenny from LMB Spumoni Gardens was spectacular. He got me so much of the fresh fish. I cheated. He made me the baked clams and he made me the eggplant parmesan. But I, there was three kinds of pasta, linguine with clams. The kids ate. I mean, we had gluten-free pasta. I mean, I cooked like a maniac. Um, even we had a woman there who helped, helped, uh, helped me. And she's been around the block a couple of times and she's like, Oh my God. And she's like, you're like a real cook. She's like putting all these meals out in this order when everything is hot and everything is fresh. And it was, it was great. We stayed up until three in the morning. Um, my neighbors come home from midnight mass, the Tepidinos, they put Jesus in the cradle outside. We sing the song. And this young boy here who works there, who lives there, Carmine, he learned how to play it on the trumpet. Doug Jabara was there. He was singing. It was just magical. And uh, during the week, then at my mother-in-law's house on December 25th, it's always paradise. 70% of prime rib is eaten in America on Christmas Day. And that's what we had. Thank God it wasn't overcooked. We had a wonderful time with Chrissy and Lawrence and the kids, the presents, Santa Claus, the joy, the magic in Arthur's eyes, seven-year-old Arthur's eyes when he came down on Christmas morning. There's, there is no replication of that magic. It's just beautiful. And Marianne was so happy. It was just wonderful. I went to Mass with my parents and my sister at St. Anselm's. It was beautiful. Then I spent the majority of the week, actually, I was with Luca, but I was reading all the Harvey Weinstein documentation because on February 14th, I have to argue his case in the highest court of the state in Albany in this, the Court of Appeals. But being out in Long Island and uh, being in our home and just Luca and I and the tranquility of it and really getting a sense of accomplishment tackling uh, this this big legal task was great we went and ate at centro the owners sat and ate with us they wouldn't let me pay for the bill they enjoyed it so much we came back on the 30th and um christy and lawrence the dr haynes who we have to get on the show they both had to work um all weekend so we had their kids lovely madison and awesome gerard and luca and ariana and arthur and marion and i my in-laws popped in and out and uh, we did a New Year's Eve. At my, we had a dinner at Cebu in Bay Ridge, um, just Mary and I and the kids. And then we went to um, my sister's house. She had the adult party, and we stayed there until about 1030. Everyone had a blast. Everyone looked great. My parents, God bless them. When people ask me, you know, how things going, I go, I have an 85-year-old father and a two-year-old daughter. Those are the bookends, and everything in between is just wonderful. Uh, my mom looked like her glimmering, shining self. Um, and, of course, Jody spoke to her. Thank God. <laughs> But um, yesterday was so special. So we did New Year's Eve. The reason why I wasn't with, with everyone in Times Square was I was with the kids. We left my sisters around 1030. We went to my house right around the corner. And we were all in bed. But then when I started doing the countdown, like 59, 58, the kids like got a second wave and they got all excited. And we, Marion and I, and we popped a bottle of champagne. She had a sip. I had half a bottle. Um, but we had the best time and the kids conked out pretty quickly. And I went back to my sister's and stayed there till about two in the morning. And then I was at Bagel Boy by 10, picking up the bagels and I, and the coffee. And we went to, uh, the parking lot, row F of, um, the Brooklyn Cyclones, and the weather was not supposed to be that nice. As a matter of fact, 24 hours before, 1 o'clock when we got out of church, 
on uh, Sunday, the 31st, at 1 o'clock in St. Bernadette on 13th Avenue. I was like, wow, it's kind of cold. This is going to be nasty tomorrow. It was not at all. It was apricity. Look up that word, A-P-R-I-C-I-T-Y, apricity. It's when the winter sun warms you. We were in that parking lot. People were literally wearing T-shirts. There was no wind. The Brooklyn DA, Eric Gonzalez, was there with his whole family. Mike Farkas took things to another level. He brought out a griddle and, and a blowtorch, and he made steaks. We had the, the we had muffins. We had cupcakes. We had the bagels. We had all kinds of brown liquor going into the uh the coffee, Uncle Billy Santo brought uh, coffee-flavored vodka, and I don't know how many of them. There's probably like 40 of us, close to 50, marching down, and Noel Downey showed up. He was wearing a polar bear costume, and there's people who I only see this one day of the year. I don't even know their names, uh, but I've been doing this polar bear plunge with them since 2017. They always know to look for us. We all gathered around. Um Luca holds comedy. Christian comedy started this tradition. Holds up a big flag. It's like County Kerry, I think he said. Um, flag. And we all march down to the beach and we gather around. Uh, we did 24 push-ups for 2024. And if you've done the polar bear plunge with us two years, uh, you get to wear these horns. So my buddy from Poly Prep, Andrew Shupak, he got his horns. My niece, Juliana, she got her horns. My nephew, Julian Hassan, he got his horns. We all went in the water at 1 o'clock, led by Christian Carmody. I guess it was 25 of us who actually got wet. My sister got wet. Um we went in and out and in and out. The weather was beautiful. It was like, it wasn't cold. Then I brought the my boom box. We have this Boom, big boom box that's Bluetooth. Nicholas stayed on the shore. I went in the water playing Mr. Brightside by the Killers. So I'm, I'm videoing it. I'm videoing it with one hand. I'm holding the speaker with the other hand. Everyone's dancing around me. Total strangers. It was magnificent. I mean, we had such a great time. Then we go back onto the sand finally for the, after the last one and we open up the Pontone that my neighbor Tepidino gives me every Christmas Eve and they, and Cliff puts the powdered sugar on it and we all just rip a piece off. We bust out another bottle of Prosecco on the beach. We put that down and we march to the parking lot. We clean up and this year we went to the Wicked Monk on Third Avenue in Bay Ridge. They gave us a private room on the side. Megan was our server. She was spectacular. Her husband was the chef. The food was great. There had to be 50 of us in there because the people who didn't even go to the plunge, like the whole Hassan family, they all came. Marianne came with the kids. Steve Rasper came with Lincoln and Oliver and Jamie. It was We controlled our own music. We had our own bar. It was everyone today was sending me texts like, send me the pictures, send me the video. I, I mean, Billy Santo called me at like 5.30 in the afternoon. He goes, bro, I just want to tell you, thank you for making me come. It was one of the greatest days ever. We really had such a good, good, wholesome. It's just, you know, you go into that water, all of you together, you're high on life. Um, uh, you, you know, you really, uh, my father-in-law goes, what are you, what are you smoking? What are you drinking? You're so excited. I was just high on life. And to have my parents there, they showed up, my in-laws there, obviously my wife and my children, and all people around us who we love. It was just magical. It was absolutely magical, and the energy was contagious, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful 
wonderful way to start the new year. So uh, I want to thank Carmody, my buddy, because he started this tradition with me. I'm pretty sure it was 2010 going into 2011. Um, and we've been doing it ever since, and people look forward to it. As I said, there's people who I only see on that particular day. Strangers who I, we met there came and met us at the Wicked Monk, members of the NYPD. Um, so it was great. I would recommend the San Bellino. I know you were under the weather, but if you're around next year, Sibelia came and met us at the Monk, but you got to come to the beach, man. It's I a special go, I thing. Know. My brother you, actually did it. He, it was his first time. He just did it. He loved it. Amazing. Amazing. So... I look forward to spending 2024 with all of you. We'll be here every night, 6 p.m., live and local. Joni, Sibilia, Sambolino, myself, Alex, Crowley, whoever else is around. Have a great night, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with Melissa DeRosa. It'll be a great show. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.